The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal, from the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. And welcome to another edition of Engaging Truth. I'm your host, Pastor John Kane. You know, going through a time of COVID, uh, some churches and congregations collapsed in their numbers, some even closed, while others have thrived, giving us a view of ministry in this post-COVID world is Pastor Dan Shepman. He's the senior pastor of Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Clear Lake, Texas. Welcome to the program, Dan. Hey, thanks for allowing me to be here. It's a great honor to be with you guys. So tell us a little bit about uh, ministry in Clear Lake. Sure. Uh, we are actually uh, a little over 50 years. Uh, we started out as a mission plant to the NASA community. We are literally located across in Johnson Space Center. And so we were the first ones to have satellite ministry as we put astronauts up on the space station. Just kidding. Bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we have a, a unique community that is uh, not only uh, NASA folks, but also a lot of engineers, a lot of chemical, uh, oil and gas, and a lot of medical and a lot of health professions. Uh, so a high, um, uh, what's the right word? A very, very pro high professional environment, but also very high expectations uh, for um, excellence and for uh, preaching and for delivery of content. And uh, it's a wonderful blessing to serve these folks here. Uh, I am uh, blessed to be on the coattails of John Kieschnick, who is here for 33 years, who created a legacy and a culture of generosity and uh, really taught generosity uh, and serving our community to our folks that I have now been able to walk into that culture and really uh, continue to accelerate it. So explain us uh, what you mean by generosity. Oh, um, um, one of the things that I love is um, how this congregation, um, when they see a need and they hear the why, they respond uh, not only with their gifts of uh, financial, um, of their finances, but also with their time and with their abilities. Uh, one of the things that Gloria Day does very well is in times of crisis, uh, when there is a hurricane or there's some kind of thing going through here, Gloria Day shines. And we see our role in the community as a vital part of serving others as the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, generosity in terms of uh, John Kieschnick had uh, completed seven different capital campaigns and he ran them back to back. And so just kept going. If you're used to giving this, keep going. And uh, I uh, was here and after a difficult transition, uh, uh, we had a, a great uh, pastor who came in, uh, Greg Finke, who really uh, helped uh, kind of help me be set up for uh, Next Chapter Ministry and really appreciated Greg's ministry uh, among us as now I have the opportunity to pushed forward. And uh, one of the things that we did, uh, Gloria Day never had a, a, a capital campaign to do some debt reduction. And so it was a wonderful blessing to 
be able to uh, manage our debt, bring it down to smart money, smart, smart debt that now gives us more leverage to be able to uh, be more nimble, move out in the community, serve uh, disasters, um, um, just be able to provide for needs in our community. Uh, we're very strong in the and the fact that uh, it's cliche, I get it, but um, I, I always ask folks that if, if Gloria Day closed her doors tomorrow, would anybody notice and would anybody care? And if the answer is no one would notice and no one cares, I'm failing or our church is failing. And so we we actually have identified our uh, spheres of influence. We actually use the Acts 1-8 model and we have our uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth. And so um, we serve a... Um, community in Uganda, uh, Africa. And, um, but before we could go there, I said, we have to make sure we're taking care of our local needs first. I, I, I don't want to go across, uh, the continent and the world, um, but our next door neighbors in need. And so we actually work through our, um, local, uh, national, we have a president of Central America and then also in Uganda and the generosity of our folks uh, with their their gifts of resources of, of, of time, uh, their abilities is amazing. And then they back it up with the finances. So for the people who are able to attend Gloria yeah. Day in person and are able to become involved, let's talk a little bit about mission and uh, some of the other leadership development type aspects. Sure. Uh, sure. you, you mentioned you mentioned that people have high expectations of you. What what comes with that uh, for for people that are you know boots on the ground uh, and and live worshipers? Oh, you know uh, we are we have three core values here: uh, people, serving, and relationships. And so I pray that you know we when you come in, if you're a first time, uh, whether you know Jesus or not. We are our highest value, not highest, one of our values is people that uh, lost people or people far from the Lord mattered to him. So they should matter to us. And so uh, I want Gloria Day to be a grace place. Uh, my prayer every Sunday morning is that no one would walk out the doors without hearing a word of grace, uh, whether that's uh, through the spoken word of forgiveness, through the message, through the hymns, the songs through a person shaking their hands, uh, through someone offering care, serving them a cup of coffee, uh, that someone comes in and they see that something's different here. Um, the serving piece for us, as I said, we, we're a serving church. And uh, then the third one is relationships. Uh, it's very key to me that I don't want to be a church that's a mile wide and an inch deep. So we're seeking to, uh, I really, especially in this time since today, is that people are looking for something to hang on to. People are looking for some truth. People are looking for, um, um, it, everything is so crazy shifting. And so our goal here at Gloria Day is if we can take people deep down into scripture, deep into uh, understanding of who Jesus is, it will affect how they um, uh, live their lives in their homes as a, as a spouse, as a parent, as a grandparent, as a CEO, as a CFO, as a employer, as an employee. And so we really work hard on a, a leadership and discipleship path for our our members, uh, for anybody who comes in, actually. Um, we've actually taken a, a approach where uh, we've taken the traditional model of church and added to it. So uh, imagine a funnel placed on its side 
uh, traditional church has, um, they're open to everybody and everybody shows up on Sunday morning and they get to encounter um, Jesus or people through the worship service. Um, but what that does, is it starts with 100% of the people and your goal is to assimilate them in and you get them into a um, new member class. And then your goal is to get them into serving. And so you hear so many times people say that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. And so you have um, a funnel that actually its its um, goal is to funnel down people who are actually in ministry and serving. Uh, and so we're adding to that and taking the funnel and flipping it on the other side and doing what we call funnel fusion. I wish I could say I claim that claim that as my own. Uh, we actually have went through. Um, uh, some curriculum of God dreams and just really, uh, and looked at, um, oh, my, the name's escaping me, uh, Dave Ferguson, and we worked with Exponential in our, in our church body, and we looked at how do we take an assimilation funnel and fuse it together with a multiplication funnel. And so our goal is that we have our congregation as whether they, uh, we, we have six words that we really like to look at, and it's, it's, the first step is encounter Jesus through the ministries of glory day. That could be on Sunday morning. It could be in a small group. It could be uh, in a coffee shop. It could be wherever it may be. And then we're asking you to take a step to explore a little bit more about who Jesus is through our ministry. And um, once, once that takes place, we're asking you to make a step to commit. Now that doesn't mean commit to membership, but maybe it means to commit to attending a small group on a regular basis. Maybe it means committing to come to worship uh, on a regular basis. Maybe it means committing to uh, getting your kids involved in student ministry. And as we got families and, and, and individuals uh, committed to some kind of aspect of Gloria Day, um, we then want to really uh, pour into them that uh, we can start getting them a spiritual hunger for wanting more. Uh, I like to say that Gloria Day is a AAA farm club and we would love to have people and staff members who come here, who are gifted, who have opportunities and abilities, and we pour into them, that we send them out in the big leagues. Uh, that might mean that they we send people out into their spheres of influence, whether it's in their home. We like to say where we are, where your everyday spaces are, where you live, work, play, learn, gather. And so um, our the second half of that funnel, the multiplication funnel for us is, how can we help develop you uh, as a follower of Jesus? Um, and part of that means is what does it mean to lead yourself? So as we're looking at leading um, uh, a leadership pathway and a discipling pathway, we're offering, uh, you know, I don't know, four week, five week spurts, online classes, in-person classes of what does it mean to lead yourself? Uh, do you know your personality? Do you know your giftedness? Do you know your... Um, your passions, your emotional IQ, and and how does that how does that help you shape as a calling of as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Yeah, uh, just uh, one of the things that I love doing is connecting the Great Commission to the Great Commandment, and then adding Genesis twelve in there, where God blessed Abram, and He said, "Hey, I'm going to bless you that you would be a blessing to all people," and so. It's regardless of how much you know about Jesus or how little you know about Jesus, we believe that as a disciple of Jesus, it's three words. You go, you love, and you bless. 
and whether that's within our congregation or into the community. Uh, and we want to teach you what that means. So that's that whole develop phase of that multiplication funnel. And then uh, if you you know, want to take another step with us, we say, how, what does it mean to lead others? And what kind of leadership gifts do you have or what kind of discipling gifts do you have? We, we actually uh, uh, have partnered with a, a group called Fully Alive where we offer a six-month uh, intense weekly spiritual discipling growth track where you're in with eight to 12 other individuals, and it is practicing the disciplines of the spiritual life. It's practicing Bible reading, journaling, prayer time, accountability, uh, scripture reading, uh, memorization, and what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? Uh, and that six-week, I mean, that six-month class that meets every week, it's more than a small group. It's it's a group that is looking to take the next step as a follower of Jesus. You know, when I look at the multiplication funnel, Jesus started with 12. He then went to 72. He went to 120, and the result was 3,000 on the day of Pentecost. That's multiplication. And so instead of trying to funnel people down from 100% down to a 20% assimilation model, we're looking at how do we take that 20% and multiply them out into the community. And so for us, uh, I would love for uh, people who come experience Gloria Day, whether they're familiar with the church or not real familiar with the church, is that uh, they will grow in their understanding of what it means to be a child of God. And what does it mean to live out the, the grace that he has given to them as they're blessed? Do they see that, that they might be a blessing to other people? So that's where the uh, the final part of that assimilation, I mean, the, that uh, multiplication funnel comes in, is that you develop, you lead, and then you multiply. And on the multiply portion of that, it's like, how do we help people send them out? Uh, we partner with uh, five, two, and and different organizations about what are some entrepreneurial starts that people can do. We just launched a counseling center. We're actually looking at how can we address the mental health needs of this community, and we're using a church planning model, uh, but using it for a counseling center. So we're we're we have a counseling center that we have um, put together, put licensed counselors in there, and. Um, because the, the turnaround time right now is anywhere from six to eight weeks to see a counselor. And so what we're hoping is that we will get folks who um, find out about this counseling center, uh, be a part of it. And then if it gets too crowded or too, too busy, we're going to launch another one. And so we're looking at how can Gloria Day be a satellite or a launching pad for uh, community health, mental health in our, in, in, in our surrounding area that is not necessarily a pure Christian counseling, but has a Christian worldview perspective. And then if somebody for sure wants to have Christian counseling, we had those facilities available. And so that starts about how multiplication takes place. And so for us, it's not so much about how many people come on Sunday morning, but how many people go out Monday through Saturday and live out their faith and their love in Jesus. So that's where the go the love and the blessed comes in. And um, when I look at these opportunities, um, the, the funnels that we use, there's not an end game. All I'm asking people to do is take a step. And so if you've never been to church, 
come join us experience and encounter Jesus maybe for the first time. And, and maybe you have already. So I want you to encounter him more, take a step with us and, and explore, uh, explore what it means to, uh, get in a daily habit of, of prayer or Bible study or spending time with uh, someone else, um, in a, in a triad or a small group or just a community group. Uh, we're trying to teach our members that, um, you know, Jesus came as seeking to save the lost and he gave his life as a ransom for many. But if you look at Luke, uh, Luke, Jesus came uh, eating and drinking. Uh, in fact, there's so many stories of where Jesus had radical transformation with people because he broke bread with them. Uh, I look at Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, we, I, I wish I could have been a, a fly on the wall and just hear the conversation that Jesus had with Zacchaeus. Uh, but here's a guy that was just hated, vilified, and was a scoundrel. And after having uh, dinner with Jesus, man, something took place. There was a huge transformation. I look at um, uh, just the stories where Jesus ate with people. Uh, I asked, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know where I got it from. Uh, the question when I asked, did, did Jesus spend time and eat with people because he had limited time or in spite of having limited time? And I would say it's because he had limited time. The best way to bless people is to break bread with them and to listen, have a cup of coffee, what it might be to find out what our um, stories are. Uh, there are so many people in this world who are never listened to. And just we don't I, I don't want to treat people as a project. I want people to be um, the child of God that they are. And so for us, the glory today is a grace place. It's come as you are. But I pray when you leave, God has taken a hold of you by his spirit and transformed you to be a disciple that that goes and impacts your sphere of influence where you live, work, learn, play, or gather. I'm doing a lot of talking. Sorry. No, that's that's great. We're talking with uh, Pastor Dan Shepman. He's the senior pastor at Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Clear Lake, south of Houston in Texas. We'll come back to Dan in just a moment. I'd like to let our listeners know that there is only one ELM Houston, Evangelical Life Ministries of Houston. I'd like to invite you to our program's website, elmhouston.org. There you can read more about us. You can find shortcuts to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube accounts. You can also donate online to support our work. Also from our Facebook page and our website, you can find podcasts of our past programming. All of our on-the-air hosts are volunteers, and so you can know that your donations go far to help us purchase radio airtime. We strive to have a wide variety of interviews with people who are creatively sharing the good news of Jesus Christ at that intersection where faith meets life. You may write us at ELM Houston, P.O. Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. Now back to our guest. Dan, you're talking about this sideways funnel as a way of uh, connecting people to um, to their spiritual gifts, helping yes. uh, helping people get uh, connected to uh, you know uh, a, a place of faith and a place yep. of mission and and growing from being let's say bench warmers to being uh, 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 you know a AAA team on, as you said and and on prepared. the field. Yeah, and prepared for the big leagues. So that's 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 making our faith real. Yes. And and so what would be a first step 
for someone who's maybe uh, at home and not sure where to jump on the merry-go-round, so to speak, of of life with a, a, an active Christian um, uh, ministry? We've got about two minutes. Let's let's give give our listeners a, a, a sense of how easy is it to, uh, to come and get plugged in. I would love for you to just check out our website, gdlc.org, and just see if there's something there for you. Uh, and then if you show up on Sunday morning, let our folks love on you. Let our folks share God's grace with you. Uh, and then I just, whatever it works out for you, I say take a step. Maybe maybe do a little church shopping first online. Watch some sermons. Watch watch some messages. And be a part of, uh, as you encounter, you maybe can explore from the comfort of your home just to see who we are. But, man, I would love to meet you. I would love to just have the opportunity, whether it's having coffee or just having an opportunity to meet some of our staff members. You got kids, get involved with our kids' ministry. Um, and no <laughs> no commitment. This is just kicking the tires. And I'd love to have you be a part of that. So it's so important for people to find their niche and to find yep. a place where uh, not only are they fed, but they can serve as encouragers of the faith of others around them. And, you know, moving to that next stage sounds scary at first, but there's a great joy in oh. having friends in Christ. Yes. Well, I, I think what's so amazing, too, is um, so many churches are so focused on uh, serving people so they can be fed. And I get that. I love that. But I look at how Jesus did. He fed them, but then he sent them. And so it's... it's um, you know, to me, someone asked me the question, is the church a hospital? I said, it's a hospital and it's a gym. I said, it's a, it's a place for people to find health and healing, but it's also a place to raise you up and train you for, our, our mission statement here is helping more people live life with Jesus every day. And so, you know, I asked questions, do you want to be a better husband or a mom or a, a, a wife, a, a grandparent? I'm telling you, it is amazing how this, the, the, the ingredients for that is not some self-help book. It's surround yourself and immerse yourself with God's word. Surround yourself with other committed folks who are trying to figure it out just like you are. Uh, I've heard people say the church is full of hypocrites, and I will tell you I'm the biggest one right now. Uh, but the coolest thing is I know where I can meet a Savior who's going to forgive me of my sins. Because I say church is made up of imperfect people who want to meet the perfect Jesus. And in him, we find hope and health and healing. Yes, that sounds cliche-ish, but I can't think of a better way than John, when, when Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life. And so we're trying to help people experience uh, how to live life fully alive in God's grace. Fully alive is uh, not just jumping out of an airplane with a parachute on. Fully alive in God's grace is being able to navigate through the the struggles of this world, the pain, the questions, and still feel alive and understand that I can rejoice in my sufferings or I can even find hope when 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 everything else seems dark. Uh, that comes straight from Scripture, and that comes straight from being with God's people. Yeah, to understand that uh, Christ is on our side and has Amen. borne our sins for us and we live uh, forgiven and encouraged and to have a, a community of believers is a great way to be nurtured and to live yep. fully alive. What what a blessing that is, that we don't have to wait until uh, we see the heavenly gates before we become Christians, but we can start working on it now. Absolutely. So I, we talk about being citizens of heaven, but how can we put a little piece of heaven on earth today? There you go. There you go. Blessing. 
Well, thank you for being with us today. And to our listeners, I'd tell you to join us again real soon for another edition of Engaging Truth. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410, or visit our website at elmhouston.org, or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.